0: Actually it's more of a guideline rule.
1: And I know what I saw and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Right, let's kick it.
2: Whenever life gets you down, Mrs. Brown, and things seem hard or tough, and people are stupid, obnoxious, or daft, and you feel that you've had quite enough, just Remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour. The galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars. It's a hundred thousand light years side to side. It bulges in the middle, sixteen thousand light years thick, but out by us it's just three thousand light years wide. We're thirty thousand light years from galactic central point. We go round every two hundred million years. Our galaxy is only one of millions of billions In this amazing and expanding universe
1: I think that was the best intro in the history of
3: ever. I'm just saying. <laughs> in the history of ever? In, of ever. Well, there's a reason why we played it. And uh, it's because today we're going to talk about aliens. I love aliens. Yeah. We brought this up. We brought it up last
1: week, which is why we're now doing it this week. The topic of aliens. Because yeah, why wouldn't we? You're damn skippy. So, for those of you who... Don't know who we are. My name is Josh Hurd, and
3: I'm Myron House, and this is the ectoplasm show. And uh, there's a few co- there's a few things I want to cover before we get into uh, the subject. Okay, we have a fan. We do have a fan. Yeah, and I'm very excited about this. Yeah, his name is uh, David uh, Haylet. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, David. Uh, now, we have another one, Sunshine Alexander. She liked us on Facebook, but as far as followers on Twitter, uh, David was the first one. So we owe him a book. So, David, if yes. you are going to get your free book, email us. And what's the email address? The yes. email address is The Ectoplasm Show at
1: gmail.com gmail
3: okay. yeah just email us your address man and uh, this show is dedicated to you dude <laughs> yeah absolutely because you might be the only one listening <laughs> well <David. laughs> well. just to be clear we did get uh, now for those of us for those of you that are just now uh, tuning in or downloading us or listening to us for the first time we, uh, we just started this uh, two episodes ago this is our third episode and, uh, we've got about 70 listeners on our first episode, a little over a hundred listeners, but the first one to interact with us was David. So, uh, yeah. And we very much appreciate that. Yeah. And you said that the first, how many would get a free book Two, the first two, the first two. So the next person to follow us on Twitter will get a free we'll get a book. Yep. book, And this is uh this is a book that you wrote. This yep. This would be my first book <clears throat> that I wrote. And what's the name of the book uh when ghost hunting goes wrong when ghost hunting goes wrong yeah, so if you want something for free, you cheap <laughs> <use.
0: laughs>
3: you better scrambled who uh follow us on Twitter, but today we have one fan, and uh the show is for him absolutely all right uh the next thing that uh I want to kind of cover, yeah is uh Our new logo. We do. We have a new logo. Yeah. And it looks super sexy. Yeah, I spent about four hours on that uh, last night. It looks good. Yeah. If you want to see that, you'll have to go to uh, Facebook because I haven't put it up on Twitter yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we need some love over on the Facebook end of things. Yeah, we do. We really need... uh, You know, here's the conundrum, right? Because at the end of the last show we uh i went in and i created a twitter page and a facebook page and that email address and uh and then at the end of the last show we went in and said hey if you want to follow us uh or you know like us on facebook or email us this is our contact info and we did that at the end of the show right well i think we should do it at the beginning of the show but the problem with that is that You know, you're not going to know if you want to do that until the end of the show. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) So it might bode well for you to listen all the way through. (laughs) uh, Well, yeah, I think that that, uh, we put it at the end of the show. And, you know, even though we got 71 listeners, I don't know if they went all the way to the end of the show. They might have said, man, these guys are... Bunch of blowhards. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right? I mean, we're just doing it. Right? It's all good, though. Yeah, we're just doing it. But if you want to follow us on Twitter, it is uh, Ectoplasm Show or at Ectoplasm Show on Twitter. Yep. If you want to like us on Facebook, it is The Ectoplasm Show uh, on Facebook. We don't have. A, a URL on Facebook yet, which is the right. facebook.com forward slash ectoplasm show. Because you have to have so many followers to get that. Is that what there. it is? Yeah, I think so. So Cute. I think it's like 20 followers or something like that. Oh, okay. I, I mean, it used to be. Well, we'll get there then. The, so whatever. Uh, and then if you want to email us uh, the aforementioned email address, which is the show at gmail.com. I hope that's right. I hope so, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna look here real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check everything. But uh Okay, well, I was wrong. It, it's just ectoplasm show. Ectoplasm show at gmail.com.
3: At gmail dot com. Now listen, if you if you if you tune into us and you don't like the show you I mean there, and there's no redeeming us at all, then then fine. Absolutely, But if you are interested in the show and, and you know, there's just, you think, Hey, this sucks about your show, (laughs) email us and say, Hey, this sucks about your show. You know, like, yeah, (laughs) we'll try to change that. Yeah. we'll we'll, uh, we'll conform if we have to, to, uh, to your ideals and expectations rather than our own. Yeah. If we agree (laughs) with you. So send us an email and, uh, and, and we'll do that the third thing i want to cover is our audio problem yeah yeah we are we're slowly but surely getting there now look the last show was really 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 bad uh i just want you to know that that josh here is a musician and he does live performances and he brings to the show his stage mic which is uh which is a which is a good mic it's yeah it's not a bad mic yeah and, and and you know we ha- we have a mixer and we have a uh, a huge Mac that we're using to to make the show. We're using separate, you know actual mics, so we have pretty good equipment. The problem is. Is that I am using a Walmart first act microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was back in the
1: day when I was giving like uh, vocal lessons and guitar lessons and things like that. That would be the microphone that I would use with the with the students. But we have ordered a new microphone from Iron, and this one will probably be better than the one that I'm using now. So
3: <laughs> Yeah, so my Ps won't be yeah, it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> and uh and stuff like that so so uh you know hopefully then by by next episode we should have that oh yeah. oh yeah our audio should be better hopefully our audio today is going to be better than it was last time although i'm looking at this graph and it is uh it it it, it just looks like our volume is really low and it is now yeah.
1: But like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna boost some things. I have a a protocol that I will put put the audio through. Yeah. So it what? will uh boost the loudness and all the it'll take hopefully most of the plosives out, the pa 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 pa
3: all that stuff. See now he can do that. If yeah. I say pa 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 Yeah. And then it's like Yeah, it's it's terrible. But uh so anyways, those three things aside let's talk about aliens
1: yeah this is like a subject that has fascinated me forever. really you know like even before like all the ghost stuff yeah. you know it's like you i grew up like watching you know like et and things like that you know yeah. and um alf alf kicked ass Alpha was badass. I still have Alf like season one and two right here that I bought on D V D because now I have turned my daughters onto it. Yeah. A, so a cotton yeah. puppet from Absol- outer space. exactly. Yeah. From outer space from f- fucking Melmac, man. Yeah, Mel no, Mac. <laughs>
3: uh I'll do you one better, I watched Morkum Indy when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Morecom Indy. Yeah. But um he was a cocaine cowboy. <laughs> 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 he's, he jumps out of his his egg and says, "Hey, Mindy, uh, you know, Nanny Nanu, let's do coke." Uh, no, no, <laughs> not, no. But I think, like
1: you know, I think this is one subject that Myron and I are in agreement upon, just because Myron, even though he's of skeptic mind when it comes to most things paranormal no this doesn't
0: things, <laughs> it's i all, will i'm
1: going to sway you that's all bull crap but it um i think we are in agreement that you know the universe is just too massive for there not to be some form of life out there whether it be some some small little microbial being or some humanoid looking freaking thing like what You know what we're used to seeing, like the stereotypical gray alien with the almond eyes and the ginormous heads and Mm -hmm. things of that Mm -hmm. nature. So, so I think that's what uh, you know what we're going to be talking about, but more to the fact that we're going to be talking about them visiting here, and if they have been here before, if they're here now things of that nature
3: uh okay so paranormal crap aside i don't believe in none of that right but you cannot you, (laughs) you you definitely cannot deny the fact that there is or has to be life somewhere else in our galaxy somewhere else in our universe totally it's undeniable the question Th- that remains because i believe there is no question about life on other planets there has to be life on other planets uh yeah th- th- but the question that remains is are these life forms capable of interstellar travel that is the question because right. you know uh, we over the last 100 and some odd years we've had sightings of alien crafts, aliens, uh, alien crashes, government cover ups, Project Blue Book. Oh, yeah, uh, the list goes on and on. Massive, uh, alien UFO uh, conspiracy theories, uh, UFO groups, uh, counter espionage, yeah, <laughs> you even know, like, like uh, the debunking, and even like claims
1: of, um you know secret type experiments where they're breeding mm-hmm. with humans
3: yeah well all of these these conspiracy theories the problem with all of those is the underlying question which is can if there is life in the galaxy or in the in the universe right because right. because hey people <laughs> the, the next galaxy over is closer to us than the center of our own galaxy exactly so, exactly so so the so the question then is all right would it be possible for another species in the galaxy or in the universe to be able to travel to the earth and if they could why <laughs> All right, but but the question is can they? Right. And I don't believe they could. You know, honestly,
1: this is tough stuff. I believe that I believe that they possibly could. I believe that their technology as opposed to ours is, you know, obviously mm-hmm. way more advanced. How far advanced? Thousands of years. Thousands, Thousands, yeah, plural,
3: of years ahead of ours. Thousands. Absolutely. All right. Now, listen. A thousand years from now, just 1,000. Okay. Do you think we would be able to traverse the galaxy? I would (laughs) just
1: traverse the galaxy as in, oh, let's go take a trip to the moon. If we don't, no. If we
3: don't kill ourselves (laughs) yeah or our planet or run out of natural resources or run out out of yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) if we in a thousand years would we be able to get into a ship and go to the center of our own galaxy in a thousand years in a thousand years
1: I would like to say yes especially with the technological advances that we make I mean just since like the 1940s Mm mhm it's it's skyrocketed and this is where a lot of the conspiracy nuts come into play where they're like well yeah because that's when we started working with the aliens yeah you know what i mean
3: yeah because because aliens thought that it was uh really important to give us cd's and plasma <laughs> televisions Look, man. It's like, here's the deal.
1: You guys are going to have this thing, this satellite dish, and you can watch every NFL game
3: on Sunday. Let me tell you something. We still drive in gasoline engines, and those right. engines have not changed in 100 years. But why is that? Uh, and before that there's
1: too much money to be made man
3: before that we had electric cars we had electric cars before we had gasoline engines and now we're bringing out teslas and saying right wow look at what we're doing and and it's not uh it 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 doesn't matter because we already did that 100 years ago we're just bringing back old technology and the reason we didn't make electric cars A hundred years ago, it's because it's fucking stupid, people. (laughs) I mean, you have this fucking electric car that you have to charge and, you know, hold a fucking... uh, It's got to hold this charge to get you from point A to point B, and on top of that, the energy you're using... Uh, you know and our excuse today is that we want to be green and save the save the planet reduce but, the carbon footprint uh, yeah but you're 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 Charging it up using electricity that sure. is used by a, a coal plant, which sure. is which everybody listening now has heard that argument before. It's not new, right? It, it, it's it, the fact of the matter is the technology that we have is played off of prior technology. Where technology is evolving, I admit that, but it's not really that far advanced sure. it, as 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 we think it is, uh, and as far far as traveling through space let me just tell you this i don't give a shit how how technically advanced we become sure okay there are limitations all right when you when when you discuss uh let's let's do some hard facts here okay the first one is uh if you're going to travel from point A physically travel from point A to point B, and you are going to travel every mile of that of that distance, right? You're not gonna jump through a wormhole or bend space time, okay? <laughs> if you're gonna travel from point A to point B, it takes a certain amount of time and you can only go so fast. Right. So in a thousand years, Josh, would we be able to break the speed of light? Do you think we'll be able to travel faster than the speed of light? Here's my problem with that.
1: Our human bodies, our physical human bodies, I don't think could withstand that. The amount of force, the amount of pressure that's involved in that. I mean, we are... We're very fragile. You know what I mean? I mean, for Christ's sake, you can fall off a building and die. You know what I mean? You're not going to travel... At the speed of light. I mean, that would be a tremendous amount
3: of, of trauma to a body. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a tremendous amount of trauma to the body. I, I know that uh, as far as the theory goes, uh, aging slows down. But uh, I watched a an episode of Scrooge. I think it was Scrooge. He's got the three little nephews. You oh, me? like Ducktales! Ducktales! Hell yeah! Okay, so I watched an episode of <laughs> Ducktales, and this was this was great, man, because in this episode, the three little uh, the, the three nephews could could run faster than the speed of light, or at the speed of light, right? Okay, and basically what they did is they did things during a baseball game because goofy was in a baseball game right nice and they would run around the field and they would cheat and make sure that the <laughs> Goofy's team won right but nobody could see them but w- everything was going happening at normal speed for right. the team but it, to the ducks every time was standing still right they could walk over to oh. uh, goofy and move him and and put a you know baseball in his hand or or change the way he was uh throwing the baseball nice and uh and he wouldn't move because he was he was frozen in time and that's what happens when you travel at the, you know when you're traveling that fast you can actually travel so fast right that everything around you right uh becomes locked in position now everything is still moving Mm -hmm. but to you it's moving so slow that it's standing still that's ridiculous do you see what i mean so if i was moving at the speed of light right now i could come over there flick your nose poke you in the eye and punch you in the gut (laughs) come back over here and sit down and be like what the hell's the matter with you and and then just (laughs) all of a sudden out of the blue you you'd feel something poke your nose poke your eye and 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 punch you in the gut all at the same exact time, you see. Yeah, and and so that's the way that works. I, I, again, I don't know if I don't know if if you're in a capsule and you're traveling faster than the speed of light, if your body is going to get uh, detrimental effects from that, you would think that the ship itself would would fall apart too. Right, right. But but uh, that aside, what the question is in a thousand years. Would we be able to travel at or above the speed of light? If you could have a
1: craft, this is just my thinking. I've done zero research on this. But I would say if you could have a craft that could physically withstand that and somehow shield you, guard you, or whatever while you're on the inside of that craft, then absolutely. I would say that would be one hundred percent possible.
3: You think I'm full of shit? Yeah, I don't. I, you don't. I, no, I, you, I. I think. I think that. Uh, <sighs> I would love to entertain the idea. Let's let's go back a minute. Okay. The the universe. Are there, yeah, the universe is estimated to be 13.8 billion years old. All right? Okay. 13.8 billion. Okay. All right? Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, uh, I'm just I, trying to wrap my head around it. I was <laughs> like, Jesus. It's 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 less than our... <laughs> hey, people. Wait a minute. The age of the universe is estimated to be less than our national debt. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> so now wait a second yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thanks a lot yeah we're Promotions. at 17
1: trillion that's amazing isn't that great yeah let's have another war fuck <laughs> it why not let's just keep doing it
3: all right let's, so <laughs> so you take that number and you say okay so the universe and, and we're just gonna assume that it's correct right but you say yeah okay. sure okay so 13.8 billion years old now we now uh, uh, things happen within those billions of years blah 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 but basically everything in the galaxy or everything in the universe had the same amount of time to evolve into uh into whatever they're going to evolve into at present day sure right which which is us today uh the the zigloos on planet Z mom, you know, at the, at the other side of the galaxy. And, and isn't it funny? Everything starts with a Z when it comes with, from aliens, it's sexier. Right? So, so they've had the same amount of time too. Now they could have evolved before us. They could have gotten technology a million years ago. They could be a million years ahead. So that argument doesn't really discount anything. Right. Right. But you, but at some point, they still had to reach that barrier, which said, uh, in order to travel at this certain speed, you had to have this much energy to do it, and you had to overcome laws of physics. Now, listen, people, phys- the laws of physics are there be- as laws because they haven't been broken yet. Right okay because they have not been and 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 as and look i'm a firm believer that that eventually we might be able to break the laws of physics but but these people if you listen to if if you sit down you listen to a physics professor right or a scientist a, a, a mathematical scientist and and he starts talking to you it's like listening to japanese this guy has spent his entire life seriously following uh mathematics and 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 uh physics and and he understands things that you probably never will at least i will probably never understand them right right and if he says this is impossible then it's freaking impossible you know if he says it is possible then then you know it might be possible, but as far as the laws of physics go, he's going to say you can't break the laws of physics, and that makes sense. And 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 uh, you know, one of them is is traveling at the speed of light. Now I'm going to read you something that uh, okay. This is uh, all right. In the early 1900s, scientists held firm to the Newtonian view of the world. Then a German-born mathematician and physicist by the name of Albert Einstein Mm -hmm. came along and changed everything. In 1905, Einstein published his theory of special relativity, which put forth a startling idea. There is no preferred frame of reference. Everything, even time, is relative, all right, now, you need to understand what relativity is, right? And for those who don't understand what relativity is, when Einstein says that something is relative, he's saying it's relative to you. To you, exactly. A- exactly. So, so I'm I- writing a book on this right now. <laughs>
1: literally as we speak, I swear to you. Yeah. About that idea. Yeah,
3: about how things are relative. Exactly. Now, e- you know that, it's actually tomorrow, somewhere in, it, in the world. Yeah, you know? Australia. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and, and so there are so many hours ahead of us. And that means that time is relative to them. Right, they, uh, it's, right now, it is 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And somewhere else, it's 6 p.m. And and that's relative. And then you have the, the time of our planet, and that's relative. And then you have the time of the solar system, and that's relative. And the time in the galaxy, and that's relative. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to continue reading here. Two important principles underpin the, his theory. The first stated that the same laws of physics apply equally in all constantly moving frames of reference. That means that even though time and distance is relative, Relative to you, you still have to follow the laws of physics. Not, not, nobody, right. nobody is outside the laws of physics. That means the 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 <laughs> out yeah. there uh, across the galaxy. Uh, the, the laws of physics still apply to them. Sure. Okay, and uh, and then it says the second that the speed of light, which is about one hundred and eighty-six thousand miles per second. Now, remember, that's 186,000 miles per second. uh, Is constant and independent of the observer's motion or source of light. According to Einstein, if Superman were to chase a light beam at half the speed of light, the beam would continue to move away from him at exactly the same speed. Right. which, Which means that... If uh, Superman were to follow the front end of a light beam at half the speed of light, it would move away from him at half the speed of light. Right. And if he ch- 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 chased it at three quarters of the speed of light. Yeah, the same principle yeah, applies. I think. I, I think I... Understand that as I read it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These concepts seem deceptively simple, but they have some mind-bending implications. One of the biggest is represented by Einstein's famous equation, E equals mc squared, where E is energy, m is mass, and c is the speed of light. According to the equation, mass and energy are the same physically same physical entity and can be changed into each other because of this equivalence the energy an object has due to its motion will increase its mass in other words the faster an object moves the greater its mass this only becomes noticeable when an object moves quickly. If it moves at ten percent the speed of light, for example, its mass will only be point five percent more than normal. But if it moves at ninety percent the speed of light, its mass will double. That's crazy. So, so when you are, tra- let's say you're Superman, you weigh two hundred pounds. Okay, you're traveling. You are traveling at this at uh, what ninety percent of the speed of light well now you've become 400 pounds right right uh an object approaches the speed of light its mass rises uh precipitously if an object tries to travel one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second it mass its mass becomes infinite and so does the energy required to move it for this reason, no normal object can travel as fast or faster than the speed of light. So, once you double your weight at ninety percent, right? As soon as you go to ninety-one, it it, ha, it 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 starts traveling towards infinite weight, infinite mass, which is bizarre to try to like wrap your head around <laughs> oh, isn't it weird well, yeah it is weird i mean but, to try to think about this yeah well you got to remember that light is energy it has no, oh, ha- absolutely I, I would say that it has no atomic weight because a light beam doesn't hit you and then you feel it right so so light would have to be completely weightless so therefore when it travels at the speed of light it has no weight to expound upon so Mm -hmm. it can't become infinite sure right but if you had a ship that you tried to get to go the speed of light your ship would become the weight of it would become infinite you see? I do see. And, and, and you have the sun. But that it would also take infinite amounts of energy. It would take infinite amounts of to, energy to move that, to move ob- that object right? at, at the speed of light. Now everybody goes, well, what does it matter? Because you're in space and uh, in space you're weightless. It's a vacuum. <laughs> well, yeah. You're not
1: necessarily weightless. But but,
3: but the, the other thing still holds true is that it right. takes an infinite amount of energy to move that object the speed of light. Nothing in the universe moves at the speed of light other than light. And so I'm going to say this. The galaxy is 120,000 light years from one side from to the side other to side from side to side that's a- so 120,000 years for one beam of light to get from one side to the other yes 120,000 years traveling so, at the speed of light and this is going to blow your mind too but if you were to try if you were standing on a, on a on an asteroid with a telescope right <laughs> and you were 20,000 light years away just 20,000 only yeah only (laughs) you were 20,000 light years away okay right and you pointed that telescope back on earth what would you see john shit i don't even know at this point would you see us doing this podcast Like, you turn that telescope... Somebody is standing there right now on an asteroid 20,000 light years away. They turn the telescope on Earth. Do they see you and me doing this podcast? I I doubt it. No. I highly doubt it. They're going to see... 20,000 years ago. Uh, Exactly. That's what they're going to see. They're going to look back in time 20,000 years ago. That's (sighs) what they're going to see because it took... Twenty thousand years for that light to reach right where they are, so they're twenty thousand years behind. So what I'm going to say is, you have officially mind donked me.
1: Okay, <laughs> you donked my well, brain,
3: but that's but that's true because it, it, in in infinite space, right? Yeah, even light takes years and years and years to travel. Like it, yes. like I just said, it takes it takes 120 thousand years for a light beam to go from. One side of the galaxy to the other. So if you're standing on one side of the galaxy and you're looking at the other side of the galaxy, you're looking at what, where that, what was happening in that other side of the galaxy 120,000 years ago. Right. Yeah, you're 120,000 years behind. What was that? What was that movie where where it backed out from the Earth? The camera backed out from the Earth and it was playing radio waves contact and the further back you got the further back in time you went in the if radio i think it was contact was it contact with like jody foster
1: exactly. and things like that's a great movie yeah a great movie
3: and that's true that's you know and and, and that's why if you're gonna send out freaking radio waves to aliens right you know which we have done uh, we've done it we've done it for the you know in the last century let's just make up a number 80 years let's say we've been doing it for 80 years uh really you you can only go 80 years out from right uh, because because look if you're gonna if you're gonna measure distance in a galaxy you're gonna measure it by time not by not by miles so exactly so Which
1: that is only not even close to
3: even a drop in the bucket. Yeah. So you go you go eighty years, eighty years out, and those uh, those radio waves have barely left uh, left our solar system. So you know. So now
1: you're 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 starting to build towards this question, though. You're starting to build up to this question of, do you think it's possible that we, as just here on Earth, that we have been visited? No, you know you do
3: not think so. No, what would it take to sway you? But, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you something real quick. Taking taking me out to Area 51 and showing me this. I ship. see. I don't. I don't really believe what, in what? a lot of that. Okay, but, but I'm using that as a reference. Right. Absolutely. You, but you have got to show me a fucking alien. Well, I, w- I would love to show you an alien I don't think we've been visited because of what I've said because I don't think it's you possible. you don't think it's possible to travel no, that so no and, and we haven't even delved into bending space or warp drive yet but because it's shit. well no. <laughs> <laughs> but we have we've only got we've only gotten into physical straight line travel which is right. which is how fast can you go in a straight line and at the speed of yeah, speed of yeah. light and we'll cover that in a little bit too but it, but for right now we're, we're doing physical straight line travel at the speed of light it's impossible you can't do it and most people don't even understand even people who believe that we've been visited by aliens don't understand how hard it would be for an oh, alien dude. species to get here right and especially it, it, trying to determine you know where they were from it's easy to run around and say we've been visited by aliens but it's harder to think about the time and distance it would take for that to happen in a thousand years listen this is what i'm going to agree with in a thousand years i think we could have a ship that sure. is self-sustaining that we could put people in but they ain't coming back that's you my know point. what i mean that's a good point they they, yeah yeah they're not coming back here it it, it might be able to sweep up it might be able to sweep up space dust and propel itself using space dust and, and radiation, you know, and draw energy from space itself sure. to sustain uh, uh, fuel, to get sustainable fuel. Uh, they might be able to grow their own food in there, uh, in the ship, and and, and and do that forever as long as they didn't breed themselves out of, you know, in breed themselves into starvation. Right. But as far as... Going out and, and traveling to the center of the galaxy, uh, it, we're not going to see those people for for many uh, thousands of years. They're yeah, going to go, every, and yeah. when they come back, they're going to be something completely different than what they were when they left. Absolutely, you know, they're going to be, I, and that's and that's the thing. It's going to take it's going to take a million years, you know, to to. A- uh, to it's to gonna be it, able to get it, to it that might point. take a thousand years to get to that point, but it's gonna take a million years to explore the galaxy in straight line physical travel. Which and, is yeah. crazy. So 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 hit me with what
1: you were gonna hit. I with. was only gonna mention this. Because I think that the aliens, um obviously like certain races or whatever, would be closer to us than than what you're leading on. And the only reason I say this is because I came across something. I'm working on a new documentary right now, which I will be releasing this month. And it's called Disclosure. All right. And it's basically what would happen to us as just a human race of people. What would happen to us if we were granted 100% disclosure, full-on disclosure, which I do not ever see happening uh-huh. However, I'm just speculating on what might occur. Now, in this documentary then, I found, you know, in my research some very interesting things concerning Apollo 11, meaning the first mission to, you know, to actually physically, wa- you know, walk on the moon. So we're talking, you know, Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, these dudes. And there's a quote right here. And it says this this is from
3: Apollo 11 just speaking to now, NASA. Now before you get into that yes. just for people who don't know uh, Apollo 11, okay was uh, was the United States uh, th- th- it was the United States th- going to the moon It was directed by Stanley Kubrick. I'm just kidding go ahead
1: so this was you know back in July of 69 okay is when this happened when you know the moon race was all this you know we had to get there we had to get there yeah so NASA says what's there mission control calling Apollo 11 now Apollo says these babies are huge sir enormous oh my god you wouldn't believe it I'm telling you, there are other spacecraft out there, lined up on the far side of the crater's edge. They're on the moon. They're watching us. Now, there's more. There is more, too, because then, you know, this encounter kept going. Now, they actually took one photograph. Now, back in 1969, and the photographs weren't exactly what they are today. However... They did take a photograph of Where's this. Photo? Where's I photo? Yeah. I'll show it to you later. It's amazing. You can't show it to me now? No, I can't because it's in another program on my computer. You can't pull it up on your pad? No, on my pad.
3: Just, my just, just so you know, I didn't know he was bringing this up. Right. Yeah. I wanted
1: to throw a curveball at you. Okay. But what what I'm saying is, though, then he went on to say, yeah, not only is this alien spacecraft on the other edge, it seemed as if they were warning them. Kind of like you would watch a kid be like, okay, that's far enough. Uh-huh. It was, it felt like that to them. They didn't feel welcome in any way. They wanted to get their shit done and go. And if you notice, you know, since really that time, we really haven't done much walking on the moon. Now, it goes more. Like I said, he said another thing. He said they are underneath us. We can hear them moving underneath us
3: who said this
1: this would be our astronauts as in neil armstrong buzz aldrin this is what they said this is exactly what they said you can look up and you can actually find this stuff the actual transcripts from those because it's all now public knowledge and this is very very real this is and it's i mean i'm just gonna flat out say it's fucking terrifying to tell you the truth because to think that now there are people out there and I could talk for days on this subject too. There are people out there who believe that the moon is a spaceship and all of this stuff and how the moon came to be. The scientists still don't realize how it is because they have the whack and double whack theory and which is all complete horseshit And, we have the lunar eclipse, the perfect circle inside of a circle and nowhere in nature does that exist anywhere else. And, you know, I mean, it could go on and on for days. What I'm saying is that they encountered something that literally scared the shit out of them. Yeah. Now, I wanted to know, like, that's that was my point, is maybe they're not, maybe this alien race or that specific one is not as far off as we would think they are. Now, I'm not saying they're living on a neighboring planet, such as like you know Venus or Mars or anything like that. I'm not saying that. But you also said that we are very close to. Um, we're we're closer to another galaxy than we are to the center of our own. Yeah, which is you know crazy. So it's like you know we're right on the edge and almost. Uh-huh. of our own galaxy yeah so is it that far-fetched now yes we are still talking listen to me thousands of l- light years l-
3: listen to me first of all i don't know i don't know anything about this moon stuff i've never heard about it i I, will. I would assume that it's probably the moon base conspiracy that's theory. that's what it is yes and and uh and and uh i haven't read nothing i haven't read anything about that stuff
1: it's kind of interesting. I mean, uh, kind I'm of sure
3: is. it's all interesting, right? Just Do- to entertain it, it right? It does, doesn't make it true. Exactly. You I mean, know, I, I think, uh, you know, if you remember right, that was all, that was all broadcast live. All that stuff was. Uh, it was all broadcast
1: live. But not the Vox. Not the audio. The things that they were saying, they could turn on and off. Okay. So the, the astronauts would always ask,
3: are we on Vox? Okay. And then they could cuss. Okay, uh, <laughs> They could say things that they okay, wouldn't normally okay, say. Okay, but you know how many people are in that room? In mission control? In mission control. Hundreds. Hundreds. Now, Absolutely. now e- every single one of those had an ear on, whether, they, oh, yeah. whether it was being broadcast or not. So you'd have to keep hundred pe- over 100 people quiet about, uh, about finding aliens on uh, the moon. But it's not that far-fetched. It is far-fetched. But if you go back and look at
1: every other space mission... There are dozens of astronauts that have gone on record, and I have them all in this documentary, that have gone on record and stated, yes, we saw something frickin' weird. This thing was tailing uh-huh. um, uh, Apollo 13. Do this you, is
3: one thing that you're not going to see in the movie. Do you have somebody in the documentary telling you that you're full of shit? No. Oh, okay. absolutely Well, not. you probably need to. But The purpose of my <laughs> documentary, though, no. The
1: purpose of my documentary is I take every thing that people have said uh-huh. all the people that I, I set it up and then i throw a curveball okay. that's what i do and because i like to i like to piss people off sometimes i'd like to get a reaction out of people so that was the purpose of this documentary i go in and i you know we have president reagan we have president clinton saying all these things and you know we have all these astronauts but then it goes farther than that. And it says, you know, what would ultimately happen to us?
3: There are thousands of people, even like the no, brilliant. No, what would happen to us if, if if everything was fully disclosed? Do you like what do I personally believe? No, that's what you're saying when you say what would happen to us. Correct. What would happen if, to if us? If we
1: had full disclosure and knew everything that there was to know about any form of life that we've ever come in contact
3: with. Uh-huh. Like, 100%. Well, I, don't think, I don't think anybody would... I don't think anything would happen. I think we'd go, yeah, that's what we were talking about the whole time. But 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 still, I got to get back to that thing you were talking about, okay. the distance between our galaxy and, an, and our nearest galaxy, which is still 25,000 light years away. Right. That's 25,000 years. Now, let me ask. At the speed of light. At the speed of light, which would they be if going go, that fast if you go half the speed of yeah. light that's 50,000 years and like would they even be going that fast
1: you know what i'm saying
3: yeah so most now, look most people have a complex and that complex is 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 their age infinite and 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 basically that is i, I I'm here, I'm never going to die, everything that's ever happened has happened in my lifetime. And the center it, of the universe every, is right underneath your feet. Everybody's a <laughs> fucking narcissist, man, right. I'm telling you. They are. It, I am. I do it myself. I do it too, I'm totally guilty. When about. when when I'm no longer interested in something, I assume nobody else is interested in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, no, like I get it. Like, that fad has come and gone. You know, right. like I like uh, let's say Beanie Babies, you buy up a bunch of Beanie Babies and all of a sudden you don't want them, you want you don't want Beanie Babies anymore. And now nobody else in the world wants freaking Beanie Babies but because 15 it, years yeah. Because <laughs> here it, comes again. Well, but, but what I'm saying is, is that you're you're such a narcissist that you think that because you're not interested in it anymore, nobody, nobody else, else in the world is interested in it anymore. Right. And that's a fallacy. It's also it's also a fallacy to uh, to sit here and and think that everything happens in your lifetime. That everything, oh, that's ridiculous! Everything that's important is is going on right now, right? Know, or and and that's why that's why the political landscape changes okay. so much, and and public opinion changes so much because because we think. That none of this shit has happened before. How does how do politicians get get away with with the same things over and 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 over again? It's a big fucking game because because the people who lived before, you know, or or I should say, the people that are living now didn't learn from the from the people that were living before, right? And 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 so we 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 allow that stuff to to happen again. We all know that. And look, this is not a political show yeah that's one thing we can never talk about <laughs> but i am gonna say I, you know that's why we go from communism is bad you know and and the most horrible thing on the planet to a lot of people today going eh, communism isn't that bad even though it looks good on paper even though communism has been proven right to to be a horrible thing, right? You know what right. I mean. So, it looks good in theory. So, so, today, and and that's why in the '60s we had hippies and yes. and and flower power and free love and and and. And they were putting uh, flowers in the gun barrels of U.S. soldiers' guns right. just before those soldiers opened fire and on them, and 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 that's and then we go through the eighties where we're all Reagan Republicans and and, <laughs> yeah. and making money is awesome. Right back into the next generation, which then says, "Hey, flower power again!" And now we're all a bunch of a wimpy hippies oh, again, you know. And then yes. and then ten years from now. Will be uh, will be uh, good little uh, uh, <laughs> good little Reagan Republican. <laughs> good little Republican, <laughs> you know, and that's and that's the way it is. So right. uh, that's just the way people are. They're narcissistic, man, because and, we and, don't study our past. And, we don't and, study our own past. Yeah, we don't. But we don't look beyond our own bubbles, and we and, don't look beyond our own present.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you.
3: And, and so when you, when you have to sit down and you have to think about how in- insignificant you really are compared to the universe. It's amazing. You can't do it because you are so infinitely unimportant to yes. everything surrounding you, yet so infinitely important to yourself. Yeah. So how do you reconcile the two? And that's why when you think about traveling physically traveling, straight line traveling in outer space, you cannot comprehend it you yeah, you exactly. hear the numbers and you go okay yeah that's the this is the speed of light this is the how long it takes to tra- for the light to travel this is this is what it would take for us to travel at that speed these are the distances we have to go right. and then you just kind of it goes in one ear and out the other now you you pretend to process it but you really don't because if you really processed it if you really sat down and thought about it you'd be like oh my fucking god that's impossible there's no fucking way we could do that. Even in a million years from now, we couldn't do that. Exactly. Because I think a million years from now, it would still take the human race 120,000 years at the speed of light to travel from one side of the galaxy to the other, or 25,000 years to travel from where we are now to, the ne- to our neighboring galaxy. Now, now, you did touch on this, though, earlier. Would it be feasible
1: to have a craft that was somehow like self-sustaining mm-hmm. it would you know produce its own food things of that nature would it be big enough to hold a race of people who then you know would he, breed he, and die of course and that's breed poss- and die of course you know that,
3: of course that's possible but, but it's gonna he, take for fucking ever. you no, <laughs> no we could do it in the next hundred years no, I'm saying it would take forever to get from point A to point B. You, you still have the constraints of speed and distance. That's what you still have. The cons- but but on top of the constraints of speed and distance, you'd have to have really strict population control. Exactly on on the ship, which people are inherently against. You know, we're well, going to we we're going to send people to Mars, and we're going to tell them that they can't screw. Do you know that? Wait! 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 <laughs> like I have a real problem with this because
1: like I'm sorry like we're going to we're going to actually do this
3: well, it, in it, the project, uh, and, and look, I'm not going to come up with all these details. Because that it, would be amazing. It, because, it, because everybody already knows that you can send in a video, and and, and they were looking at hundreds of thousands. Like they had 200,000 people send in videos. Dude, I live in a hole. I had no idea this was going on. You had no idea? No, I swear to God, I no, had they're, no idea. No, they're trying to come up with a crew to colonize Mars. That it's is a, amazing. It's a one-way trip. They got 200,000 people to That sign are up. willing to do this. Those are, that are willing to go. And uh, one of them was on Penn Jillette's podcast, uh, Penn Jillette's Sunday School. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, she was on there, and she was talking about it. And basically, if she gets chosen to go, and she has a boyfriend who also tried to get on, but he didn't make it. He didn't make the but cut. But he, he's going to try to make the cut next time. But, well, no, it's her husband. Okay, okay, and they're going to get divorced. They're going to they're going to get Jesus. divorced just before she leaves. So she has officially been chosen as one. No, of these she has people, not. She but is, she's made it through the first she's, round. She's made it. it through the first and second round. I think. Wow. And uh, so, anyways, basically, she's going to give up every friggin' worldly possession she has. They're going to have men and women on this ship to go to Mars to colonize Mars. How long do they expect it would take to get there? Just Oh, so from here to there i i think it's 6 months is it really yeah you leave here from at the closest point or just yeah. before the closest point okay okay by the time you reach it it's at its closest point so you're kind of meeting each other sure but but on the way they're telling these people that they can't that, that, that you can't look. You can't have sex. You can't get with somebody else. You know, right. and that's against human nature. And that's my point. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to digress. But it is against human nature. You're absolutely. It right. It is against human nature. So, so you're, because we're, we're outbreeding ourselves now. I mean, oh God, we're, we're. I mean, we have. We have so much more space than what we think we have. Absolutely. Which is, we keep donking each other. Like <laughs> we <Yeah>. got to
1: stop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but and they say you could fit the entire earth's population in Texas, but you know, Texas is going to look like downtown Manhattan, the entire <laughs> yeah. state. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so that may be true. I, I, the thing is, is that you have those restrictions. You also have radiation in space that you have to protect yourself from. Yeah, sure. Uh, and, and, You know, prolonged exposure to that uh, uh, would definitely kill us, cause birth defects. You know, we uh, we just wouldn't be very healthy in space. On top of that, we have. uh, our muscles uh, right you know I was just gonna say, they? atrophy they yes. atrophy so and and so you'd have to come up with artificial gravity the only well, way I was going to bring this up in the ship and and yeah. you know I mean there's lots of things to overcome and then on top of that uh, if uh, let's say you wanted to travel And I don't know why we would go to another galaxy when we haven't even explored our own. Yeah, no shit. But once you you get outside the asteroid belt that surrounds our solar system, right, once you get outside of that, you have thousands of years to travel to get to whatever destination you're going to go to. Now, you look, we can find planets that have life on them closer than the opposite side of the galaxy. Absolutely. The problem is... Uh, do they have intelligent life? You know, and and if and look, if if you're a, if you're a thousand light years away, right? Yeah. If do we find a planet a thousand light years away, that's still a thousand years of travel <laughs> at the speed of light. <laughs> it, it, you know that it, we traveled to the moon at twenty thousand miles per hour. Yeah, I mean it took that's twenty thousand miles. Per hour, not twenty thousand like miles three per or second. Four days to well, get there. L- you know what? I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be wrong. No, that's fine. So I'm going to look at uh, speed of Apollo ships. Yeah. So let's look at see uh, Let's see what it says. Yeah. The LM came to within eight point four nine miles, Blah blah blah. And what's it say? Well, I'm trying to look here. Are
1: they given? Are they given the weird NASA talk? Is well, that what I'm they're on, talking
3: in? I'm on <laughs> the NASA tongue. I'm on Wikipedia. Ah. I, you know, you've you got to type in the right question to get the right answer. Yeah, I understand that. How long does it take a rocket ship to get to the moon?
0: Get to the moon.
3: Okay, it takes three days to get to the moon. Three days, okay. The moon is 220,000 kilometers from Earth. Wow. Uh the number I'm getting in my head is a little less than one kilometer per second, or about 3,000 kilometers per hour, or about 2,000 miles per hour. Crazy. So, it... Uh which I which I think that's way less than what it was. So Apollo Ten, a spaceship that uh, only orbited the moon in 1969, holds the record for the highest speed attained by a manned vehicle, with 24,794 miles per hour. Wow! Now, now that's 24. That's, that's 24,000 miles per hour. The speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. Yeah, per second. Per second, which is ridiculous. So. It, if if we were to have a ship going 24,000 miles per hour i mean that's hard enough to fathom as it is it going a thousand light years right how long would it take us to get there i couldn't even tell you i I don't even know how to enter that into the calculator (laughs) and that and that's and that's the fucking problem with people you know they think hey you know they're thinking point a they're thinking point b they're thinking a ship going from point a to point b they're not taking into account how far that really is oh it's only a thousand light years yeah i want to go visit vega today does that sound great let's go to vega (laughs) It's a thousand light years it's away, like, Fuck bitch. You, woman no. <laughs> you know. <Hey>, say <laughs> your ass here. Now, look, oh. man, that's that's the problem. That's, I, that's and I would totally brain. agree
1: with that. I would agree with that. I'm just saying, like that was the only thing that I wanted to throw in there is maybe they were closer than than that when I brought up the whole moon thing, you know, with seeing things. And okay, I think the but- astronauts see things all the time. <sighs>
3: But look, man, we can't discount that theory because some theories, some theories are that the aliens have always been here. Yeah,
1: which is kind of screwed. You and know? that
3: they're uh, they're living in a spaceship buried in New Mexico in Mexico uh, at the and, Dolce and, base. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I'm serious. Like that's and, where. Yeah, yeah, and that they uh, they've been manipulating human DNA since now, uh, I w- the dawn of man. And I will go you one farther because now
1: there is this there's this overall want this big desire for us to have knowledge on this subject. We feel that, that, you know, to, to quote Nicholson or whatever, that we can handle the truth, you know, and we're, we're calling out our elected officials. Uh-huh. Now, what if I said that one of them actually did come forward and started speaking on this subject now? He's a Canadian. This would be uh, the former Minister of Defense for Canada, Paul Hellyer, who has come out and publicly said yes. We, and he specifically speaks of America, that the United States is, in fact, working with, like, four or five different alien races at this present time. And they are working in tandem together.
3: Uh, do you know that Canada has one road?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this- so you're
3: saying you're saying that since he's Canadian, we should not take him seriously. Look, this flapping head, freaking Canadian! <laughs> <laughs> he drove down his one road it's like Terrence Philip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but so he could fart into a microphone and tell you that the United States is working with aliens. Like I'm saying. Like, he is
1: not only the the only one. Now, there's there's others who are elected officials within the U.S. government, if that helps you at all. <laughs> well, it helps a little bit more.
3: By Your the way, wife is Canadian. Yeah, my oh, wife's like, Canadian. Okay. <laughs>
1: like, does she listen
3: to the show? No. Damn it. No. Well, like, She's going to beat the I hell think, out of I you. think that she would, yeah. Okay. No, I tell her that all the time. <laughs> she's got a flapping head. And, oh, my God. You know, uh. follow Canadians one road. Hey, buddy. <laughs> she doesn't hey. say A, though. Hey, anymore. You, buddy. She used to. Did she, she really? To, yeah, she used to say A. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I don't hold a lot of weight to what other people say from other countries.
1: What I'm yeah. saying is, though, like our elected officials from the United States as well are saying the exact same thing. Now, wh- it should hold more more credit than Uh, if these people who are you know they were put into offices put into positions of power
3: and now they're saying these things it's unbelievable it's amazing look if we were working with aliens that were so far advanced that they could come here that they could travel through space faster than the speed of light and, and, and get here i don't think that our government would say look man we really need to know how to make a microwave so we can cook food faster and and i and then this other guy holds his hand up hey show us how to make TVs that have better pictures because right. the one on my tube television looks like crap we want 4k yeah we want 4k right <laughs> and, now and and, and 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 oh by the way music on records you know sounds really scratchy is there a better way to do that can put this into a digital format so i could listen to my beatles records look man i'm telling you th- th- <laughs> this is all bullshit they they would they would definitely if if we if we were working with an alien race who has already figured all this stuff out we would be we wouldn't have any poor people Oh, we would, would cure hunger on Earth. That
1: would be even better.
3: It, th- now, this is if the aliens were willing to help us and not, not kill us all for our resources. Because, hey, aliens will travel uh, 10,000 light years right. to get our oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, because they use fossil fuels. Now, let Listen. me just
1: say this, though. Like, if, if you just think about the big picture for a moment, if you're an alien race and you see something... Like the planet Earth that you there's something about this planet that you want. Whether that be water, some form of a resource, whatever. There should only be really two reasons that they would that they would engage us. Which is either to take our stuff. Colonize to play with our no, toys. I would say colonize. And which what do you why? do? What would be
3: why? Why, yeah, why not? Why? That, what do we do? Do you know how many planets are out there? And all the planets are made of the same shit. But what There's planets? salt on other planets. There's uh, there's uh, There may not be oil on other planets, right. but if an alien race came here, they ain't using oil. No. Uh, it, it, because oil comes from biomatter. That's the reason why I said there's no oil on other planets unless they have biomatter. So um. so the thing is, is that there isn't anything on this planet, diamonds, blah, 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 that isn't already... On another planet. Right. The, all, uh, the whole universe is made of the same material. It's just that some planets have more of it. Some have less. You know, uh, uh, salt water. Well, there's there's plenty of planets out there that are nothing but salt water. So you know, then, water comes from space. We're not the only planet in the universe with water. Sure. Uh, it, 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 you know, it, oh, Why? It, it, it why? Makes, it, it, yeah, why? That's the
1: biggest question: is why.
3: I see no reason why. We're we're up It's it's like why would you want to go to uh, the Everglades and hang out with a guy in overalls eating frogs and smoking big fat Cuban cigars? You because know he's awesome. Uh, is he? You know what I mean? He's got dirty long toenails, and you're hanging out at his picnic table in a swamp, getting eaten up by mosquitoes and, uh, and eating frog legs, and you think that that's a good time? Well, we're gonna find. You out. know, well. That's <laughs> That's what aliens would find when they got here, no matter where they went on the planet. We're all really. a bunch of idiots. There we were, are idiots. And, and what I was saying, though, is if they were helping us, they would actually help us with something important. Significant. And not, and not just help us make better stereos and computers you know, and te- television sets. It doesn't work that way. Something significant that would benefit the human race. Exactly. And, if, and look, if it, was, if it was about, hey, we're going to help you make uh, spaceships. Right, right. The fr- if I was an alien race that was a million years advanced ahead of humans, and I came here and I said, "Look, uh, I'm going to help you build. Uh, I'm going to help you get out into space, and you're going to become part of the Federation." <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> we got to get you on the team, man.
3: The first thing that's got to happen is that we need to stop being retarded, and 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 that alien is going to help us figure out how to become better human beings let me just stop you right there us other stuff
1: do you understand like we this is my ultimate point here is we could not handle we can't even handle each other you know we're constantly bullshit fighting with one another for christ's sake have you seen an aerial shot of berlin they have different colored fucking light bulbs where the wall was you could still tell exactly where it was oh yeah because the East and West use different colored light bulbs. They're still fucking segregated and they have no idea. Yeah. Like, we're constantly at war with one another. Or there's somebody to
3: piss off or somebody to bomb or we're whatever. Chopping people's heads off from exactly. it, Yeah. I mean, it's, it, these, these aliens are just... It, it, so... If they're if here, the, if they're here to help us... they, they got to be shaking their heads. They're going to help us with that before they help us with anything And I would else. hope that you're absolutely right. Because, look... I'm not gonna if 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 you're in your house getting drunk beating your wife right you know molesting your kids you know uh, beating kicking your dog I'm not gonna drive over here give you a car and say hey come over and visit me anytime you want exactly it it's it, it because then you're gonna bring all that shit with you when you come over to my house and exactly I, and I don't yeah. want it there you know uh it, so if the aliens came here, they're going to give us everything that they have, or teach us how to do stuff. Which they're not. Right. But if they are, they're going to teach us how to be better at being human than uh, than we are before they give us any of that stuff. Now, let me just then say that
1: there's only you know one other reason. What's the other that reason? they would be here, and, and it other- would not be to be to play nice it wouldn't be to play nice but
3: but we already covered that i'm I mean, just saying that's the, we, it, that's it though okay but what to either help us or not they're they're either psychopathic and they just want to see blood and <laughs> kill us which or, they would have already done though which they, yeah they could do in a second exactly if 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 there's a race of of aliens that could come here uh, that That is capable of coming here they 're so far advanced we 're ants you know and and if they did, they'd just smash us they wouldn 't just smash us one. I'm at like a yeah, time. what do you do to an ant smash real. us all at once yeah, you know, and it 's not because of our resources people get over that because we don 't have anything they want there 's plenty of planets out there there 's billions and billions of planets out there that have water that have different energy sources i mean there's there the planet earth doesn't have hardly shit everything it doesn't well it's well like i'm saying like we think we do exactly there's (laughs) planets out there that are nothing but water so why do they need our water there's plan and and those are uninhabited they don't have to uh they don't have to taint their water with our blood to get water if they wanted to get water somewhere else how there's water in space you know comets fly by they're made of frozen water you know it's it's just uh, it's just goofy but uh, so it it also leads me to
1: think then what if (laughs) this might piss some people off too what if we're just some gigantoid fucking science experiment sitting in a petri dish in some 8th grade classroom and doesn't I mean has that thought ever crossed your mind too? oh all the time it's bizarre it could be yeah, we're like fucking sea monkeys.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, my favorite one is that our, our universe is actually the atoms, or the microscopic atoms, or whatever you want to call it, right? that uh, are part of a living being, and if they, you zoomed out far enough, if you traveled backwards from our planet far enough, because if you ever looked at the structure of an atom you have a nucleus and then you right, and right. then you have an electron right. which it which rotates rotate, it, it, right. just like a solar system right yes if if the earth is an, is a is a, a nucleus or electron or whatever surrounded by planets which are positive or negatively charged and you zoomed out and and you keep zooming out we're we're just part of a dog's toenail that is ridiculous. Yeah. But and, it's
1: really cool to think about though.
3: Yeah, and then and then you zoom out farther and that dog is on a planet which is just an electron traveling around a neutron you right. know the same as we are and you keep going out and that dog is part of a a, a, a boil on on somebody's butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, look at your and, galaxy. You're an ingrown hair yeah. on somebody's butt. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: What <laughs> It's like, oh, you come from Earth. That's that's uh,
3: that sounds like a good place to be. All right. Yeah, you know. So we're talking about straight line travel between uh, point A and point B. Physical straight line travel uh, using just speed, but there are other propulsion theories out there. Most notably, warp drive, which they say is actually theoretical, right? Like, like, like it's like, right whatever
1: <laughs> but there are you know there are more types that they're that nasa specifically the astronauts specifically talk about you know that if if aliens were to exist you know that they're talking about uh different forms of propulsion systems like they're talking uh like it sounds like such a geeky thing to say like toroids and things of that nature which i don't know anything about yeah so, i don't know
3: anything about it either i don't I, I don't know anything about space propulsion i don't know anything about warp drive but right. but, but i do know that it's 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 folding or bending space uh, around you. yeah around you and and going back to Einstein's theory it's it's that this stuff is relative and and you know wormhole travel look people that's debunked because because wormholes don't fold a galaxy in half you can't go into a wormhole and come out the other side and come out 120,000 light years away they are they are folding space or bending space around themselves so you you know if a, if a wormhole is you know one light year wide you know or a thousand miles wide it's bending space in a thousand miles it's not right it's it's not bending space across the galaxy but I found another thing that I, I want to read okay and uh, it's uh it's about warp drive it said, it is true that we can bend space-time. However, even something as massive as a black hole with the weight of 100 million solar masses only bends space-time around itself. It does not create a conduit to another part of the galaxy. And need I mention, we do not have 100 million solar masses worth of matter or energy inside our solar system. Right. Therefore, we do not have access to that amount of energy. Scientists... Have no known process of bending space-time using gravitation, which in any way causes warp drive to be possible. Now, warp drive for those that that don't watch Star Trek and don't know, it's it it basically creates a bubble around your ship. So let's say you have a you have a ship. It's called the Enterprise. You create a warp bubble around the ship, which pinches itself. The bubble pinches itself in the rear and expands in the front okay and that pinching process causes you to move forward within a within the bubble so if you let's say you're a bubble inside of a a, a tub of water yeah. right and the bubble it, the bubble automatically wants to go to the top because air is is lighter than than the water right, so we're going to forget that that happens. Okay. okay, but we're just going to say the bubble is suspended in the water. In order to get that bubble to propel forward, you, basically you take your two fingers, mm-hmm. you pinch it on one side, and it moves forward out of your fingers. You yeah, see, I see what you're saying, and yeah. that's and that's what happens in, in that's what happens in the theory of warp drive the bubble becomes pinched on one side and it pushes you forward and that's how warp drive works okay Okay, so uh where was i uh we can't even replicate the kind of slight bending in space-time that occurs around a tiny object such as the earth without a mass the size of the earth that kind of gravitational effect is small and localized around the object in question, and you won't be transporting the Earth with you on this in- interstellar voyage. Right. The amount of energy required to bend space-time around even a tiny vessel would be far beyond anything we can produce. It could only be accomplished by converting an extremely large amount of matter directly into energy, such as instant instantly converting a planet the size of Jupiter into the kind of energy required t- to curve space. The mechanism for doing so is unknown, but even assuming we master matter-to-energy conversion, even assuming we master the ability to conduct such an extreme amount of energy through a machine of some kind, it would completely obliterate any material it passes through. And even assuming we know how to convert that energy into a space-time warp around the vessel, right. we still have numerous problems. You only have so many planets to consume. There aren't many between the stars that you can stop and scoop up. If something happens to your spacecraft en route, you just blew up a planet to move a ship... Into its own doom, you've accomplished nothing, and the star system has one less planet in it <laughs> OK, and you're warping space. that doesn't mean you are invulnerable to the matter that you are passing through. That's what, that yeah. was my biggest thing. It was like you would, you would have to have an
1: absolute clear shot otherwise you're going to have way too many things yeah. to bump into.
3: Yeah. Well, did you know that if that galaxies crash into each other all the time and become larger galaxies? I
1: did not know this. Uh,
3: yes, galaxies crash into each other all the time. But because the planets are so spread out that planets don't even hit each other. One galaxy can absorb another galaxy without any destruction. Wow. Of of the planets within right. that galaxy because the, because the planets are so far apart from each other. Right. You know. That's freaking crazy. I had no idea that 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 happened. Yeah. Well, it's like throwing salt into water and then throwing another thing of salt into water, into water, and then counting how many grains of salt hit each other. <laughs> uh, they, they probably wouldn't hit each other. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I was thinking of an analogy for 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 the, the galaxy. And basically, if you walked into, if you go at 1 o'clock in the morning into an empty Walmart parking lot sure. and laid down a grain of sand... And the and the parking lot was this was, you say okay the parking lot is the size of our galaxy, that grain of sand is now the size of the Earth, right? And if you laid out another grain of sand next to it, right, sure. that's maybe three inches away. The, I mean that's, uh, <sighs> you, I get it, what yeah you're saying. you know what I mean like yeah. like that's how that's how big the galaxy is you we'll know never and, and, and fully understand it yeah so if you took and you spread sand particles out everywhere uh, everywhere on that on that parking lot not just in big clumps but i mean just uh, out in that parking lot and then you took another parking lot smashed them together you, right. you, and, and then counted how many grains of sand hit each other you probably can count on one hand how many of them hit each other you know what i mean sure so it's it, so anyways that's that's that I mean, <laughs> as, far, as far as stuff hitting each other really the only reason that anything hits each other is because of gravitational pull exactly know. so so anyway uh uh i got two more paragraphs here yeah it will completely obliterate your spacecraft at any speed which is a significant percentage of sublight and we're talking about bending space for the explicit purpose of getting near or somehow exceeding light speed. You run into tiny asteroids, dust, interstellar gas between the stars is, is not void, but a very thinly dispersed matter field called the interstellar medium. Okay. At anything close to light speed... Uh, and the matter will create conditions similar to the Big Bang, and your entire space vessel goes bluey. This effect is not lessened by warping space and going faster. It just means you will be warping that matter toward your space vessel at even higher energy levels, which means you're going to be obliterated even harder. You know how landing an aircraft in the ocean is fatal at a high enough speed? You know how big, huge, giant... Uh, Asteroids made of iron completely incinerate just moving through an atmosphere atmosphere, at a high enough velocity. Well, we're talking about speeds of about 100 to 1,000 miles per hour. Uh, And that's not even close to the speed of light. Yeah, that's not touching it. Uh, Now, imagine you're traveling at 500 million miles per hour. This is a velocity where you are not yet moving at light speed. Run your spacecraft through any kind of matter, even if it is interstellar gas, and you'll be obliterating trillions upon trillions of atoms against your spacecraft every second. My God. Even though they are thinly dispersed, you're still covering 500 million miles an hour, which means you're hitting trillions of atoms every second. Even if there's less than one atom per cubic meter, this is the equivalent of trying to fly through an asteroid at Mach 17. (laughs) You're not going to make it. And not even if you make the ship out of as-yet-undiscovered fictional material like unobtainium, there are precisely zero forms of matter which will survive such an impact you could be made out of a neutron star material you will still be completely obliterated therefore you will never ever 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 (laughs) and that's kind of unprofessional but whatever ever 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 ever. even approach light speed you won't even come close wow and then and really that's that's the thing that i'm trying to say you right. know, like, like, it doesn't matter if these aliens are a million miles or uh, a million years ahead of us. They still have to overcome that kind they, of shit. They would that's still the, have to. And, and, and when we were talking about sending people into space, even on a ship that's self-sustaining. Right. For, for six months. Well, no, for a thousand years. Oh, right, okay. or, hour, or, right. How, you know, know, or forever, right? You, you know, even at even at twenty four thousand miles per hour, you know, you're 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 still hitting stuff in space. There's I'm objects say, in you're space. You're still going to run you know, into space shit. dust. Yeah, you're you know? still going to run into stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, absolutely. Well, That's the thing, man. And, you know, it's just it's it's just is what it is. I I mean, I, I r- aliens are romantic. And, yes, and, exactly. And there's, you know, you said, well, what would happen if if they released all the information on aliens and let us all know what was really happening, right? Yes, like just give us the truth for who, God's who, sake, so we can move on. What if the truth really is is that there aren't aliens? I would be fine with that because they fucking terrify okay, me. Okay, but you're not fine with that because you want to know. You, I, I do want to know. I want to know. Yeah, definitively. Either way. But haven't they said it definitively? We're not talking to aliens. There has been no aliens. Didn't Project Blue Book just fucking say, hey, there's no aliens? Yeah. And we still don't accept it because when we when we have an idea in our head and we think about something and I go, and I'm thinking, you know, why, why does President Obama let so many Mexicans cross the border, you know, and screw the humanitarian reasons? I think, you know, I think that if we get 50 million people over here that's 50 million jobs that that are going to go away right you know because they're being held by illegal aliens and now legal people you know whatever again it's politics but if i want to confirm what i'm thinking about politics i can do a google search and find somebody that agrees with me absolutely You, you know what i mean and and then i say okay well you know what i'm thinking about it is true because because somebody else you know, agrees with me, or there's a news story that, that, or a blog or, or somebody talking about it and saying, yeah, okay. Yeah. My beliefs are confirmed because I'm looking up in my own bubble. I don't look up, Hey, you know, here's a good reason why, we should let 50 million people cross into our border illegally, you know, because if I did, that would go against what, you know, then I, then I'd be proving myself. I'd be arguing with myself. Right. You see what I mean? Absolutely. So when the government comes out with project blue book and they say, Hey, man, there are no aliens. There wasn't a spacecraft that crashed in Roswell. We don't have Area 51 holding any spacecraft. There was no aliens. There are no aliens visiting us. Nobody believes it. They just say, yes, there is, and we want you to tell us. But now, though, but here's why. This is why I keep going back
1: and forth on this, and it pisses me off, because now they just interviewed a man who was on Project Blue Book. Project Blue Book only had a handful of people that were in on this. That was it. Mm-hmm. One of the gentlemen that was a part of it is very, very, very ill in health and is not long for this world. Okay. In fact, I think he's already left us. However, he came forward. He came forward only to a very small camera crew, with one person asking the questions and it was basically just tell us everything. And he sat in this chair in an undisclosed location in a hotel room that, you know, and he told his story. Is
3: this a heavy set guy with a beard?
1: He's a heavy set man but he does not have a beard. Oh, okay. now. Um, but he did, uh, he did uh, come out and say, you know, number one, Project Blue Book was more or less a, a joke uh-huh. but you know their their job was to then go and they had no choice but to to see the things that they saw which ended up being alien beings like they flat out witnessed these things Who, with their, this uh, this would be project blue book themselves the 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 air force Uh, yes, he was, this particular guy was former air force. He was then, you know, he, he did his time and he worked up through the ranks and Mm -hmm. then they grabbed him, um, for whatever reason.
3: No, but clarify what it is. Who, who, who is it that you're talking about? You're talking about an officer in the air force that was in charge of project blue book. He was
1: not in charge, but he was a part of it. He was a part of it. he's
3: saying that he went and interviewed people.
1: Yeah, they went and interviewed all these people, and for the most part, you know, it was, yeah. like you said, a bunch of kooks, you know? Well, but I didn't then, say that. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, at the same time, then, they went in... Um, it, I don't even remember what... It, it was Area 51, I know that. For a fact. They
3: went into the base. Because, yes. And then... Um, and he says there's aliens there.
1: He absolutely said that.
3: Yeah, okay, how many people say that? I, uh, Do you remember I that know. guy... And I love this guy too uh, I can't remember his name so we're gonna I'm gonna google search him <laughs> while you do that
1: there was another there was another project that was out there that not a lot of people I had never heard of this but it was called the Blue Planet Project- mm-hmm. and this is basically just a, a list of documents from a notebook that this scientist from um, put together 51. well let's see I don't even know it says this document is the alleged result of the actions of one or more scientists creating a covert unauthorized notebook documenting their involvement with uh, you know the technical research of alien life basically and so I mean there's a whole bunch of things here I mean regardless though the person who supposedly wrote it you cannot find information on this man anywhere yeah it's as if he never existed so either one he has been completely wiped off by powers unknown Uh or two the man never existed in the first place and this is just a gigantic yeah thing of horseshit so but i mean they go into literally everything why are
3: you mutilating cattle why is this happening why are you abducting people why why do these people not see why isn't this guy that that you're talking about why doesn't he walk in air 51 see an alien right see a spaceship and immediately leave and go to the press and say hey i saw an alien why does he wait until he's retired and dying to do this in my personal opinion yeah why that would be was because
1: number one they told him You cannot speak of anything that goes on for 55 years. They said 55 years. 55 years. And he just hit that point and now he's dead. (laughs) But what I'm saying is is some of this information you could not speak of. Why 55 years? I don't know. That's the the statute of limitations apparently. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I know, right? But like honestly, if if it were me and I was, if I had this information, if I had all this information. Uh Uh-huh. I would want to shout it from the rooftops. I really would, but I would be terrified to do so. Bob Lazar. Bob
3: Lazar did. I, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, he's been debunked. He I, has been debunked. Well, I, I don't really care. I First of all, I want to but tell that's, you something but that's Bob what Bob Lazar. Did. Yeah. Bob Lazar. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, right? Yeah. And, uh, uh, David Halet, if you've noticed this, you know, but chemistry sets in the United States have become toys. Absolutely. You can go buy them at freaking Walmart or (laughs) wherever. right? And Bob Lazar (laughs) sells chemistry materials. Is that what he does now? Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he did at one point. I don't know if he still does. Oh, okay. Okay. But he's a big advocate of education and you you know the the dumbing down of people in the u.s and if you go to buy a chemistry now in the 50s you could buy a chemistry set right and it was uh it was a fucking chemistry set (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean this is a chemistry yeah and now nowadays it's they're toys and you get nothing you know, you get salt <laughs> with yes. it. You know, but he sells like uranium. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Naturally occurring uranium, like rocks that are irradiated and stuff like that. Sure, I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt you. But it's 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 a freaking chemistry set, man. Like a real like real chemistry items, and and so I do like Bob Lazar. Uh, but the thing about Bob is that. He's just like any of these guys. They they, they go in there, they come out. And, and as far as Bob goes, they can, they won't even confirm that he worked there. Right, exactly. But, but, but the thing is, is you know, they go in there, they come out. There's so many people working there. Why don't they all just say, hey, there's aliens here? Because there's right. no because aliens. Because there's not aliens. There. There. I mean, because there are no aliens there. Right. You know what I mean? But That's just the way it is. I think so so the, the, the what we're talking about is if the truth is that there are no aliens and, and never has been aliens Sure okay, then, then look you got a poster on your wall yeah. and, and it, it says, says I I want to believe and I it's want got a to UFO believe. above a tree line. Right. Okay? That's that's what it is. You want to believe whether so. or not whether or not it's true or not yeah. if it's not true if the, if it really is not true that doesn't matter because you want to believe that it is so you're gonna obviously then just jump on board with exactly whoever says oh yeah there's aliens I think so you know they say aliens visited us visited uh, the Egyptians that's the one that Oh yeah there, of course you know? like how they built the pyramids yeah, 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 and, yeah, the yeah. The, yeah. and the sphinx the and aliens aren't gonna show them how to make rocks yeah, right. you know how to build how to build buildings out of rocks they're going to show them how to make plastic you know what i mean how to make cds and lcd screens this would work a lot better for you guys you know how to how to make paved roads and quit playing in the dirt let me show you some cool shit And we're going to be digging up plastic computer screens you know what i mean right if if the aliens help the egyptians one way they're gonna they're gonna help us in the same way and if our technology is because we've we are working with aliens or we're 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 back engineering technology that we got from aliens then which that then is the, one thing the, that i would hop on board with, okay but is that, that. But, but then the then the uh egyptians would have done it too you know and I'm this get it, i'm getting a long there. time ago. i'm getting there you're getting there just saying <laughs> I'm I'm googling
1: something real quick here. Okay. Let me pull this up. This was the uh the Baghdad battery that we talked about. The Baghdad battery. Do you remember me saying mentioning this? I mentioned it briefly yeah. when we were out outside. I
3: don't, I don't know. Isn't this a isn't this a uh, a vase full of lemon juice? Is
1: uh it's common name for a number of artifacts created in Mesopotamia. Um, this would be roughly 250 BC. Okay. Probably discovered around 1936. Um, let's see what it does here. I can't find it. But yeah, basically, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a battery. Okay. Copper and iron form an electrical couple inside of it. Uh, but we're talking in BC time here, you know, mm-hmm. Did, did did we have electricity back then? That's what's weird about this thing,
3: and it works.
1: Yeah, I mean, it can we, be reconstructed.
3: Do we've always had electricity? Always, always. It's, well, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll tell you, it's,
1: it's in the air around us, but we've never been able to harness it like that. Oh, like what? Like to like harness it to the fact where we can use it on a daily basis, such as we do with like our light bulbs. Well, what, or even what in a they, portable. What
3: would the, they, they do with the back, with the Baghdad battery? what did they do? Yeah, what did they use it for? Oh hell, did I don't it know. To power their iPods? Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I don't it, it's, it's, it's only speculation obviously, you know. Yeah. You, but
3: you have a, you ha- you it have, makes you
1: wonder what it was in fact used for. You have a
3: dielectric a a, a dielectric you you uh, uh uh you you have uh Uh, insulation in between there it holds a positive charge then the other thing holds a negative charge uh you have two leads once you cross the two leads it it, you know and you could set that in your living room and it'll charge itself using static you know i mean that's just what it is that's what uh and this the arc of the covenant was
1: but this requires shaking to get that charge yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but they're they're only speculating like what it was used for. You know what was the purpose of it all the way back then when we were under the understanding that that you know we didn't have any of this
3: technology. We didn't. That was made of clay. I mean, it was it, it was. But, a, I mean, it's a battery. Yeah, but it was a it was so rudimentary. Well, you know yeah, what I of mean? Course. Like like if 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 an alien race came down. And said, hey, we're going to show you how to make a battery. <laughs> <laughs> you check this shit out. You, you take some clay. Let me, let me tell you this. Or let, or let me bring this to your attention. If you went back 200 years, right? Yeah. Now, you live in this really advanced society with, with your headphones and your Apple computer and your right. electric guitar and... You know your cell phone, right? sure. And you have you have knowledge of so many advanced things, right? Yeah. Now I want you to imagine you step into a time machine. You go back. I don't know. Let's go back farther. Let's go back to Egypt. Okay. Right. You go back to Egypt. You step out uh, out in front of a you know these people. What are you going to help them with? Are you going to be able to make a battery out of uh, clay? No, you know what I mean. You, no. you have to have the materials in front of you, right? Hey, you're not. You remember that? I don't know if you watched Star Trek: The Original Series, but I, I haven't watched it. Okay. Well, there's there's one. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's it's where Kirk fights this lizard beast on this on this planet. There's, I've actually seen clips of that. Yeah, and and he goes around, and it's hilarious because he makes gunpowder, and everything that he needs to make gunpowder is already piled up <laughs> and, <laughs> in big chunks. Yeah, yeah, like like you know wherever he, he just goes a hundred feet this way, and there's a big pile of saltpeter there, and he very goes, convenient. Like, he go, he goes Goes another hundred feet, and you know, on the side of this cliff, there's some yellow phosphorus. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. and then there's charcoal. You know, <laughs> and he sticks he sticks these big chunks in a tube. It's really comical and stupid. But here's the thing: Would you be able to show them how to make gunpowder? Would you show them how to how to make uh, bullets? I wouldn't have a clue how to do any of that. Uh, can you show them how to uh, forge metal? To make a gun barrel. I still wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, and we're just talking about making a gun, right? Well, what about a battery? Would you be able to go and show them how to how to how to make a battery out of out of clay and 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 whatever materials they have laying around? No, no. And these people are going to be way too stupid for you to show them how to make up a, a modern day battery, even if you knew how to make a modern day battery. Right. You know, I mean, the most you could do is sit around and talk to them and tell them about your world. That's really all you can do. I mean, because they're too freaking dumb to to pick anything else up you know mm-hmm. it's not like hey you gotta go mine for this ore and then you take that ore and you smelt it and then, and then yeah you, and then when you're when you're done smelting it okay so now you have iron but you know w- let's make that into stainless steel mm-hmm. <laughs> you, right. you know I, you got it's a big leap from iron to stainless steel you know and that's just
1: it though like so it, I think as far as like the whole ancient alien thing like them helping another civilization. Yeah. I mean they had a very good understanding as far as
3: you know the calendar basically
1: the moon phases, the star phases, you know things of this nature,
3: you know. Yeah, but that's that's relative to the perspective of somebody on
1: earth. Right. And this is but this is my point though because then they say, "Oh, but look at the alignment." Of the pyramids and things of this nature, and how it lines up perfectly with like the North Star and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, of course it does. They had such a great understanding of this of the space, you know, or at least the stars. Uh-huh. Of course it does.
3: Yeah, but do you think that that do you think the aliens gave them that knowledge or that? Uh I don't really think that. No, I don't think that at all. No. I can't. I don't know. I don't really get on board
1: with the ancient aliens thing because there again, it's like. You know, wouldn't we then have this, have all this technology, have all this knowledge?
3: I think that they, I think that they're either, here's my point to what I was saying. I don't think that they're going to get out and show them how to make a battery out of a clay pot. Okay. I think if, if they're going to come down, they're going to educate people, which I don't believe happened. But I think if it, I I think if it was going to happen, it, it, It wouldn't be here's how to make a battery out of a fucking clay pot it would be like let's take some of your kids and put them in our ship and we're gonna fucking teach them how to make uh uh whatever whatever technology they have Mm -hmm. and and whatever technology they have if it's a million years ahead of ours Uh, then then those egyptians are going to have computers and televisions right exactly you you know but more than that because i even made fun of that you know like why would aliens travel all that distance to show us how to watch tv better (laughs) you know it's it it, they're gonna have they're gonna have it it would have been a super advanced society Right, right way beyond ours if aliens came down and helped us, our technology would be way beyond what it is. But again, I got to go back to saying that before they give us technology, they're going to give us a code, a a way to live and a way Uh, in harmony with one another. Exactly. They're going to give us that if they're benevolent aliens. So, so they're gonna be like, "Look,
1: we we would gladly help you out, but y'all got some shit to fix." <laughs>
3: yeah, they would, they would. Man. Now, look, I know we didn't cover, we didn't cover in this show, we didn't cover sighting UFO photos, UFO files. We didn't talk about specific incidences because I don't think we get up to that point. Not yet. You know, I have a I have a page here, and this was, and and for anybody who. Is interested to know. I really wanted to have Billy Booth. I wanted to be on the phone with him for this show. Right. But uh, hey, Billy, your information, your contact information sucks. <laughs> we we couldn't get a hold of you, and we don't have we don't have uh, a, a crew of managers here that can uh, get on and do that kind of research. Right. It's it's just us. So, so we wanted Billy Booth on. We wanted to ask him questions about what the stuff we talked about today because billy booth has a web page and it's all about it's it's about uh reports you know ufo reports and sightings and stuff like uh like videographer claims filming high-speed ufos over san antonio mysterious magic island on saturn moon has scientists scratching their heads Right object is are falling to Earth in British Columbia, blah blah, blah blah blah. We didn't even get to that point because, right. because before you can get to that point, you've got to say, "Well, how in the fuck did they get here?" Exactly, And if we can't get past, how the hell did they get here?" Well I think then we can't get to that stuff.
1: but I think so many of us pass over that that idea that question how the hell did they get here Yeah, I think so many of us are just like oh fuck they're here well that is what we do We exactly I mean, we don't I- think about what it would take what it would actually take to perform this, mm-hmm. like to actually get from
3: wherever the fuck just to hear. I've watched several UFO documentaries. Yeah, I've seen the one on Bob Lazar. I've seen ones on just UFO sightings. I've I've seen Ancient Aliens. I, you know, oh I'm yeah, a big, I all those. Yeah, big alien nut. Yeah, because I can believe in aliens. It's and interesting I do believe, stuff. But none of them, none of them. That, talk about no. what you need to talk about first, which is how do they get? Yeah, here. they don't go over that shit they at don't. all. They don't because if they did, if they did, if they sat down, and they presented it. If they go, okay, I'm a director or or a a, a doc a documentarian. And the first thing I want to cover in, in 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 Act One of my documentary is is how did the aliens get here? And and we need to come up with uh, we need to come w- up with diagrams and charts and and and, right. and and blah 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 and all this mathematical information and show people how the aliens got here, and then we can move on to <laughs> you know the, the aliens that did get here and all that stuff. The first thing they're going to realize is. Hey, man. This might not be possible. Yeah, this might not be possible. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but then you got people jumping off the boat. You know what I mean? You got people jumping off your boat, and now uh, not many people are going to believe that it's yeah. even possible. And who the hell wants to watch that anyway? Well, now who's going to watch your goddamn show? Well, who's,
3: <laughs> who, yeah, who's going to listen to us now because we have just totally obliterated the fact that you can't get the aliens can't get here. <laughs> oh, but, we have so much more to talk about, though. That, that's not well. Yeah, I mean uh, the alien subject, but yeah, but, but but again, if we were to go over, if we were to go over sightings and uh proof and documents and project blue book and and this guy and that guy and that one guy that i found really interesting he was a cia agent that would go out and uh he was a misinformation expert so he would go like somebody would there was that guy in uh, new mexico that was saying that he saw aliens lifting off from the mountains, right. like alien ships right. lifting off from the mountains. So they sent this CIA agent in, and uh, he would say, "Yeah, they were aliens." Like the CIA agent would would would, would agree flat with, out say yes, exactly. They were. He would say yes, they're aliens, and and because that guy was listening in on radio signals too, right? But the fact <laughs> is, the fact is, they weren't aliens. Right? right, and there were no alien transmissions. But this guy, he was listen, he was listening in on Air Force uh, radio signals, and he was recording them. And uh, this guy came in and he said, "Yeah, it's all aliens. There's an alien base over there." Holy hell! And, and the reason that he 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 did that to that guy was so when the guy starts talking about the real stuff that was going on. Yeah. He would include all this magical stuff that nobody would believe anyways. Right. Because look, nobody believes you if you say you were abducted by aliens. Right. Exactly. Nobody would nobody would freaking believe you except people who have already been abducted. Wholeheartedly believe in aliens. Right. You know, but as far as a societal measure, you're a quack. So so the more misinformation these guys could do, you know, the CIA agent comes in he says, "Yeah, you know, hey, they're aliens.
1: The best way to lie... Is to tell an absolutely ridiculous truth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> really? Fuck yes. Well, the the be, the best way to get somebody to believe you is is to tell them the most ridiculous shit. Exactly. But especially right if there. you're in a position of authority. Right. So that would help. Uh, look, man. I think I think the government loves this conspiracy stuff. Oh, they they have to be. I do. I think that because it keeps us it keeps us from realizing what's really going on. Right. It's misdirection. It's a magician's act exactly and, it's and smoke it, and mirrors if you talk to a magician he'll tell you that he'll lie with his left hand and tell you the truth with his, with his right I've heard that you, you know what I mean yeah. and that's and that's what the government's doing they they love that you think that there's aliens in area 51 because it keeps you from from wondering you know from figuring out what's really there experimental exactly. aircraft and exactly. and whatever else, whatever other secrets they may have that that sure. have nothing to do with aliens, right? But you're only looking for aliens, so you're 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 cold. You're not warm. You're over in the corner looking for your car keys when they're in the opposite end of the room, you know. And that's and that's what the government loves about it. Hell yeah! So wake up, people. Wake up and realize that 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 this isn't happening. You know it, that there are no freaking aliens on this planet and that there probably isn't ever going to be and if I, I believe that they are and, and if <laughs> there if there is if there is they're not leaving they've traveled uh hundreds of thousands of years yeah, like kiss my right? ass i'm putting my you know, feet up they've traveled hundreds of thousands of years to get here you know, and they're not even they're not even approximately a proximity of what the, they were when they left. They're right. generations and generations and generations God. past what they were when they left their home planet because it takes so fucking long to get here. And and even if they had the capability of of you know neutron stars, you know that if they could harness that kind of energy in in a ship to get here, right? right which i think we've covered uh it, even if they did why would what what would they have to do with us we're 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 look. you know you as a human you look down at a, a, a pile of ants building up ant hill out of dirt that's what they see when they look at us exactly if, if, you know and and that's and and that's the thing man they're not here i don't believe it for a second
1: i believe that they're around for sure Maybe not necessarily on the planet, but I do believe that they're very close, and I do think that they're keeping an eye out. Yeah, that's what I, I think.
3: I think that the, I think they exist. I think they're out there. Absolutely. I think they're. I think that they're just like us in in any other way. They could be warlike. They could be peaceful. It doesn't really fucking matter because, because, I, because why would we, they waste be, their time yeah, on right. us? <laughs> I don't think they need to waste their time. Why, right. Look, if you have a steak on a plate. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and then your dog is—you know—this you, this mangy, uh, rabid dog is eating a steak, right? <laughs> and you're hungry and you want steak. Yeah. Why in the fuck would you go over there and and take the dog steak when there's one on a plate, a ungu- good one right, right there, unguarded? And it, so they don't want our planet. There's right. other planets they can have, you know. And they would have taken it already. They would have taken it. So cool, anyways, cool. Well, anyways, we're reaching uh, we're reaching the two hour mark, and I think that's a that's a pretty good mark, unless you have uh, more to no, go on. I think that's so,
1: perfect, man. Until yeah. until
3: next week. Uh, so remember, people follow us on Twitter. We're uh, uh, ectoplasm at ectoplasm show on Twitter. We're the ectoplasm show on Facebook, and you can email us at, at ectoplasm ectoplasm show at g- gmail.com. Yeah, yeah and uh yeah. and and just email us and uh david hey thanks for listening man yeah absolutely we, i appreciate it absolutely <laughs> and and sunshine too although sunshine is a friend of yours right? she is yeah. she is yeah. a yeah. friend of mine Yeah, well sunshine uh thank you for uh liking us on facebook and uh i, I bet you already have a copy of josh's book so, i
1: think she does yeah i think i'm pretty sure she does
3: yeah Yeah. So, well, uh, until next time, and we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next time. But you know what I would like to talk about? Hit me. The expanding Earth Theory. Expanding Earth Theory. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. 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 Neil Adams, which is a comic book, uh, uh, artist or writer, uh, talks about the expanding earth theory and it was around before him he's he's in in no way a scientist but but we should uh, yeah yeah we should look into this yeah so so hey david if if you're if you're listening (laughs) uh go and look up neil adams expanding earth theory and uh and and read about it this week and then next week we'll come in we'll talk about it and uh I think it's going to blow some minds. Yeah, absolutely. Because I completely believe in... Ooh, there's a big plosive. (laughs) (laughs) In my uh, first act, Mike, uh, I completely believe in the expanding Earth theory. I think it's completely possible. So so check that out, and remember to uh, follow us and like us and email us and all that good stuff.
1: Hell yeah. Thanks a
3: lot, guys. Yep, thanks. See you later.
2: Whenever life gets you down, Mrs. Brown... The Galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars. It's a hundred thousand light years side to side. It bulges in the middle, sixteen thousand light years thick, but out by us it's just three thousand light years wide. We're thirty thousand light years from Galactic Central Point. We go round every two hundred million years. Our galaxy is only one of millions of billions in this amazing and expanding universe.